Hey everyone, it's Jeff. I've got something a little different for you today. A extended chat collaboration with my pal Frederick Van Johnson from TWIP or This Week in Photo. We spent a lot of time talking about some news that's coming up about a new conference where both Frederick and I will be speaking. And then we compared notes on the Ray-Ban smart glasses that we talked about last week. Both of us have them. It was he who introduced me to them. So settle back and listen in as we dive in. So what's what's coming up next for you? You and I are both participating in uh, an event that a mutual friend of ours is hosting. You want to talk about that a little bit? It is the iPhone Photography Conference put on by our friends at Kelby One. Both Frederick and I spoke there last year, and we're speaking again, and I'm thrilled to be peas in a pod with Frederick and the other instructors, who include Scott Kelby and Tracy Sweeney and Russell Preston Brown and Eric Kuna and Glenn Davis and uh, Rick Salmon. There's a lot of really great instructors. It's $150 for the early bird special. The dates, I believe, are the 27th and 28th. And you, you get uh, two days of nonstop, really great instruction on uh, all sorts of topics um, from Scott's uh, travel tips and iPhone tips to editing on the Photos app from Tracy to Russell Preston Brown is the best iPhone photographer in the world as far as I'm concerned. And he really? does stuff with the Pro Photo strobe that is just uh, jaw-dropping. And he's going to talk about that. I'm doing the beginner's guide to the iPhone photography. There are so many pro tools hidden in the menu that most people don't even know about, and I'll be telling you about that, and going over some of the special effects like um, slow-mo and time-lapse. I've let the camera run for 10 days. So I've done a lot of time-lapse stuff, and I can tell you all about that. Frederick is gonna talk yes. about creating characters in AI. So I'm gonna flip it to Frederick. Tell everybody what you're doing. Sure, man, I'm excited. I am really excited about this because this is a, uh... This is a um, uh, an experiment, as it were, in different ways to present educational con content in an entertaining way. And I'm calling it, I don't know what I'm going to call it, but it's, it's kind of a narrative cinematic presentation. The gist of the presentation, of course, is an iPhone photography conference, right? So iPhone is involved. But what we're going to do in the session is create worlds. You know, uh, we're going to create an entire being from scratch. This is all using AI and using different tools that you will have access to. And I will be demonstrating live on the phone from nothing to full on something, you know, a narrative at the end that is going to blow your mind and what I can create or what you can create just sitting there on your phone or your tablet or whatever and creating stuff from whole cloth, from nothing. It's going to be amazing. So yeah, please check it out. Jefferson's going to be there, like I said. Jefferson is the iPhone photography photo walk master. You, Jefferson, know more about iPhone photography and the camera in that phone than almost anybody I know. Probably anybody I know, right? You've been into well, every you. little, every little <laughs> corner of the iPhone from a photography perspective. You have explored it and have discussed it. So I'm looking forward to your session as well. It's going to be good. $150 to hear Frederick and Jeff and Scott Kelby and Rick Salmon. I think it's a pretty good deal. I, I, I'd pay $150 just to hear this AI chat, right? Yeah. Yes, 
please. Yes, you would. Um, it's going to be one live Kelby, Kelby one live.com. The Ray-Ban Meta Smart Glasses. These glasses have enjoyed mostly a positive reception so far. Despite looking almost exactly like standard Wayfarer frames, these things are much, much more than your standard glasses. And I, 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 I love these things. You know, there's not many pieces of technology that I keep around for a long time. Or like the, the key for me is if I would buy it again, if these broke or I lost them, then you know it's a keeper and these i would in fact i'm thinking about getting a second pair um so yeah they look exactly like standard wafer frames and there's a lot to these glasses but i, I just want to preface this whole thing with this is not a review this is a uh, kind of an anecdotal sharing of notes as you would with with a good friend of mine Jefferson Graham There's a bunch of reviews online about these glasses that really go deep into all the different pieces of it and the battery life and all that stuff If you want one of those I'd recommend um, the waveform podcast with MKBHD on there and if you search YouTube for, and this will be, I'll link to it in the description, but the title of that video is Meta's Ray-Ban Smart Glasses Are Better Than We Thought. And you'll find that review very good. So I was given the, a pair of these for my birthday and I loved them. So of course I convinced some of my friends to buy them, including one Jefferson Graham of photowalkstv.com. So Jefferson and I are hanging out today to share our raw, unfiltered thoughts on these brand new specs. Jefferson Graham, welcome to the show, man. How's it going? Hello, my friend. How you doing? <laughs> Looking like a rock star. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what now, are you, we you... should just, we should, we got to tell everybody it was actually two days before your birthday that you had them because I saw oh, yeah. you two days before your birthday. That's and true. you came up to me, they were recording me. And, and I said, what are you got to be kidding me? And then you yeah. start showing me the video and yeah, a lot better than I ever expected. Way yeah. Better. You know what here and just to set, set the stage on this, I knew these had come out and I instantly dismissed them as garbage. Right. And the reason was I bought into the whole Amazon smart glasses thing a couple of years ago. You remember they came out with their Alexa enabled glasses got and they were just, you know, let's I don't I want to go as far as say they were garbage. They were just they weren't these. Right. It was it just felt like there's a lot of things between you and getting even the most ordinary of tasks done, which makes technology, you know, untenable. If it's supposed to make life easier, not harder. And then, so I dismissed these, but when I got them, I was like, okay, they look good, you know, you know, checkbox, you know, and then, you know, sort of diving into the specs that you and I will discuss, the, <laughs> I, I, I found them surprisingly useful and the video surprisingly useful and the integration with, with Meta's LLM, um, surprisingly useful, though not as good as ChatGPT. What are your thoughts? Like you got these glasses, you and I had lunch, we sat down and I was geeking out, recording you eating your food and doing all that. And I sent you all the footage. Then what? Like, were you instantly sold or did you have to research? Well, I was in instantly sold about how good the quality was, not just on the video, but on the audio as well. The, uh, there's what, five microphones in these glasses. Yeah. And, and if I'm talking, it's gonna pick me up 
beautifully. If you're talking, uh, you know, a few feet away from me, it's not going to be as good. But as a guy who makes videos for a living, this was something that I had to have. And if, if you recall, I believe I texted you that day and said, I'm ordering them right now. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely did. And, you know, I don't know. There's been a lot of a lot of negative comments, I guess, about the, the fact that it's vertical video. And I think maybe a year or so ago, I probably would have been on that boat. You know, vertical video, who's like, why? What is vertical video? Video wants to be in a format that we're used to seeing in theaters, which is widescreen on televisions, which is 16 by 9, horizontal on our phones. And then... You know, I started for another project I'm working on. I started diving into TikTok and trying to understand that universe and how it works. And so vertical video, so much so that I got um, you know, sort of accustomed to vertical video, to the format and to the, the comfort of holding the phone in my hand like this versus, okay, I'm consuming content world, like just doing this, this mode versus I could be typing, I could be texting, I could be doing taxes, or I could be on TikTok scrolling. It just, it's a natural way to hold this device is vertical. So when Meta made the decision to allow these to only shoot vertical video, I wasn't as put off, right? But I was put off from the standpoint of it's probably a line of code that they could have put in these things to give you horizontal video, right? I'm guessing, you know, I don't know. Maybe the, the lens is structured in such a way it can only shoot vertical. But I feel like they could have given you horizontal as well. Maybe that's an update or version two or a software update. But um, so. yeah, yeah. But it's a uh, it's it's great. I've been using them not daily, but quite often, much more than I thought. Have you been using yours every okay. day? Yeah. So vertical video knocks yeah. out sixty percent of the image. Sixty yeah. percent is gone, and yeah. I I want horizontal. And I understand that a certain, you know, large segment of the audience wants vertical because that's what they want to watch on Facebook and TikTok and Instagram yes. and YouTube shorts. That's fine. And so here's this vehicle to make vertical. It wouldn't have cost them anything, as you say, to add the horizontal. Now, I will say that the quality of the video is so good that I could blow it up in Final Cut and make it horizontal. And it's okay. Uh, it's surprisingly, shockingly, it's it's usable. Um, you know, if you guys see my Tijuana video, I sh I went into Tijuana wearing the glasses, went right through customs, and uh, you know, I I I, I had a, a guide showing me around, and I I filmed the whole encounter on the glasses, and I blew it up to horizontal, and I don't think you can tell that it was shot in vertical. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, I haven't done that. I haven't taken the vertical video and chopped out a 16 by 9 or 1080 bit out of the middle. I just assumed it would look like mashed potatoes. So you know, yeah. why even do it? And, and you know, the counter to your point about, OK, horizontal video. Yes, I, re I realize the, the importance of horizontal video. But at the same time, if you look at the numbers, Jefferson, right, which I, I know. know you have, I mean, if you want to reach the largest group of people and depending on your content, right, it's not a one size fits all. Everything must now be vertical video. Our theaters are going to be like, you know, <laughs> vertically oriented. I think it's for certain kinds of content, which these glasses are designed to create. 
uh, it works. It, and I'm fine with it. In fact, I'd like to see some longer form video lean into the vertical video format just to see what's possible. Because we're just, we've spent our entire lives, you know, with horizontal video. So we understand those constraints and the linear, you know, sort of left to right flow. And our brains understand cinematography as it's been taught to us in a horizontal format. I'm wondering, if you turn it on its edge, vertical, what do you, I mean, obviously you lose the, the kind of panoramic the feel. Yeah. yeah, you use the sides, but you gain a top and a bottom. And what can you do with that? Like what kind of content can you build that is now possible in a vertical format that wasn't possible or didn't make sense in a horizontal format? So leaning, you know, leaning, tower pizza, <laughs> leaning Tower of Pisa, Empire Very State tall Building, people. Coit, Coit Tower. The yes, San Francisco yeah. Ferry Building, uh, yeah. yeah, all a lot of, the of above. stuff like that. Yeah. Now, yeah. one little uh, tip and trick I have for the filmmakers in the audience today: when you're doing your edit, you can put three clips side by side in your um, in your timeline on Final Cut or Premiere Pro or whatever, and fill up the screen, and it looks really good. And you could have like three different angles of the same, you know, subject, and it's cool. Oh, that is kind of cool. Yeah, that 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 is a good tip. That is a good tip. All right, here here's another one. Here's another feature. So I mentioned in that little intro that um, Meta had incorporated their large language model, you know, uh, a la ChatGPT. Theirs is called Llama into these glasses, so you can just say. Yeah, I don't want to say it. You say, hey, M-E-T-A. Hey, M. Hey, M. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and and then speak your prompt, right? Not your query. You speak your prompt and it will speak the results into your ear, effectively making you the smartest person in the room. Or at least if you're the only one with the glasses, you're the smartest person in the room because you could ask it, you know, anything and it will respond, though not quickly. So though you may appear to be smart, you will be you will also appear to have a little bit of delay <laughs> in your response to people. Though, are you even using that at all? Have the, the AI uh, features only, and glasses? Only in putting my piece together. I have a video up in a newsletter post last weekend. Um, I found that this these are the same things that you would ask your phone and get the same replies, uh, except I mean, yeah, you know, what time is it? What's the weather? Um, what's the capital of Ethiopia? Blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. Uh, the most useful thing, the most useful thing is tell me how to get somewhere. Give me turn by turn directions and then tell me about it in the glasses. And that they don't do. And I think that would be incredibly useful. Yeah, I saw your I saw your video about that. That would be useful, but you know they got to leave room for the next version, right? <laughs> so, there's, like, so speaking of that, what do you want? So you've had the glasses, you've used them, you've reviewed them. What's missing? Okay. What would Here's make What would make you one, buy a version two of these? The number one thing that has to be addressed is that I shoot a video of my lunch with Frederick, and I want to see it immediately. And then, but not, now what I have to do is open up the Meta app and uh, then send the, the stuff into the phone and then look at it. My instant gratification is not instant. It's very cumbersome. I want a way to play it back faster and to be able to see the stuff without this whole download process. And I don't know what the answer is. I'm not an engineer, but I'd like to see that fixed. The, the turn by turn directions is fine. I only want the glasses to be a video camera. I don't need the Hey Meta. 
we had Hey Meta with the portal unit. Remember the portal unit no, that came and I went? No. Yeah. <laughs> so we had that. We've had the Amazon A person. We've had the Google A uh, thing, uh, the Google Assistant. I can say that out loud. We, we've had the Apple S, S person, uh, it. And it, this stuff is easy to come by. All those questions and answers are easy to come by. We have ChatGPT on the phone. I don't think that's what we're buying the glasses for. We're buying the glasses because they're really great Ray-Ban glasses that you can photograph things in places that you couldn't do before. You know, when I first saw you, you're, you're, you've got the glasses posed on me and you're moving your hands around and you yeah. can do that. You can do hands-free things. Um, any food blogger, blogger can, can go into a restaurant and just put their head down and, and do the food and it's right there. And then they could they can dip their fork in and they could dip the spoon and they could cut things and they could do all these things that they couldn't do before. That's fun. I could take it into Tijuana and go right through customs recording the whole time in a situation where if I'm walking around with the phone, they'd say, put that thing away and turn it off. And right. yes, there is a little white light. Let's turn it on. There's a little white light that will start recording, but nobody knows. I, can you even see it now, Frederick? Because I, I can't got see my it. Okay, but most people can't and don't pay any attention to it. And yeah, because it doesn't now, really look like a light. It looks like a rhinestone or something that's catching a reflection. It's not. It's yeah. not a light like a bright spotlight at all. Yeah. On a lark, I took it into an old diner on the Sunset Strip in Los Angeles, and I recorded everything. And I wanted to see from. Hey, where can I sit to, I want some chili today. Could you refill my soda? I mean, it's just on and on and on. And I just wanted to see, could I record the whole thing? And yes, I could. Nobody gave me a second look. Maybe they, they're used to seeing every, everything on the Sunset Strip. I don't know. But I didn't come across anybody that since I've been using the glasses, since I saw you, uh, when was it? It was, it was in December? Yeah. Yeah, uh, was, so yeah. I saw you in December. I, not one person has said, hey. Why are those glasses blinking at me? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So you 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 also mentioned in that video, and I'll link to the video from this one. Uh, but you mentioned the the recording length, not so much the battery life of the glasses, but the the duration of a single recording is limited to sixty seconds. Which, I, again, I, I get it. You you know they're looking for kind of quick bite sized social media content. You're not going to be recording like you know, hours and hours, but still, you know, 60 seconds. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Too short, unless mm -hmm. you, you want to go into menu and, and, and choose 60 seconds. And I understand 60 seconds because YouTube shorts has a 60 second uh, time limit on it. And Instagram reels used to, I, I don't know if they still do, but they have had a time limits, but you know, this is, these are talking glasses. I'm recording a key moment at Mel's diner on the Sunset Strip. And I want to see the waiter put the chili on the table. That's one of your classic shots. But yeah. it stopped recording. They could have said, you only got 15 seconds left. Why don't you press record again? I mean, it's really easy, right, to give yeah. you a clue on something like that. I, it, I think we could get that. Now, that's for version three. You said version two. We actually have version two of the glasses now. Do you realize that? Mm. Yeah, I they do. came out yeah. a year ago. These are the new ones that came out at the at the end of uh, 2023. 
that you know added what I'd the like AI. For that, for that cue, yeah, I remember that. For for that cue, I, you're spot on with the uh, your when you're recording. First, they only give you sixty seconds, um, so you're you have that you know range anxiety for the Tesla people out there. <laughs> so you have the range anxiety about running out of of time. But then I think you could solve that, like you said, with I mean you've got speakers over your ears, right? So give me a a five beep countdown. So when I have five seconds left. Just start beeping, go beep, 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 and then a long beep, beep, and it's over, right? Yeah. Done, done. And only I can hear it because those those speakers are really isolated. If I could only, I'm the only person that could hear it, and then I would know, oh, it's beeping, let me wrap this up real quick, or I got to hit the button again to record my second clip, or just give me more than 60 seconds, or all of the above, right? So... I don't know. What about battery life? People should know, the, the, people the whole should thing? know that you, you actually have 15, 30, and 60 are your three options, right? Yeah. Uh, battery life, I, I found three hours. I think you mentioned one. I When I took them to Tijuana and I was running them nonstop, I was walking to all these stores and uh, wanted to catch as much as I could. I got three hours battery life. And I complained about it to a friend of mine, and he said, well, you know, put it back in the case and it will charge up some more. Well, that's fine. But I was in Tijuana and I couldn't use them anymore. So uh, yeah. I'd like to see the battery life get fixed. Yeah. Yeah. What's a, what's a good amount of battery life for these things? Anything longer than three hours. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was, I think I'm, I'm still pleasantly surprised that I like the glasses as much as I do right now because okay, normally so, so, that shine wears off right yeah. it hasn't worn so off let's, quite yet let's, let's go back in history we both yeah. remember google glass that was 10 years mm -hmm. ago I dorky those, looking yeah. dorky looking the quality was terrible you're looking through them you, you actually could see the images in the glasses but they look terrible so that was yeah. bad then snapchat spectacles do we remember those I do yeah. circular video everything yeah. was in a little circle and looked wacky <laughs> and weird and they were really hard to come by until they weren't, and then they had a fire sale and they couldn't get rid of them. So they were terrible. So the, you know, and then you mentioned the Amazon ones, they, they, were, they were silly too. So these are the first glasses that actually have good video. Facebook actually does really good work in some of these areas. Like the portal was a fantastic unit, a video screen made by Facebook that nobody wanted because it was more Facebook spying. And you know, you, we, we, could, we could take this to the next level. Okay, so Facebook knows everything about me. They know who I talk to, who I spend time with, what I, what I buy, where I go, and now I'm wearing the glasses. And they know even more. They know even yeah. more. I, I'm willing to put up with it, but they know even more about me now. Yeah, no, I, yeah, and at some point it's kind of like, I, I hate to be defeatist about it, but it feels like trying to protect your data online, if you do anything online, is like trying to get to the part of the hot tub that somebody didn't pee in, right? Because <laughs> it's like, you're, at some point you're just in the hot tub, bro. I mean, you know, you're not yeah. gonna avoid, yeah. you know, because, you know, every year we hear about it. Oh, this company data breach. Oh, this company data breach. Oh, this DNA company data breach, you know. How many data breaches have there been in the last decade and how much data does that does that represent? And then layer on top of that, Facebook and their nonsense, you know, with all the Cambridge Analytica stuff that happened way back in the day. Like all this stuff hasn't gone away. It's just a ratchet, right? So 
enter these guys. So you could make the decision that, you know what, uh, that's, that's a bridge too far because they may be looking at my data and whenever I upload something, they may be looking at it and serving me ads based on what I was looking at today or, or whatever and not get it and abstain from it. But meanwhile, your phone is gathering even a higher level of detail about you, right? <laughs> and sharing right. that with who knows who. So, you know, you got to choose your battles, I guess. And so, you know, for me, I'm, I'm only on this planet. You. I'm only on the planet for a short time, Jefferson. So I'm like, do I really <laughs> want to be, do I want to martyr myself and suffer and not enjoy the riches of all this tech that we have available? Or, you know, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts yeah, let, on that? Let me ask you a quick question that's slightly off topic, but it's on topic, okay? Yes. So last week, Samsung announced the new version of the Galaxy, top-of-the-line Galaxy phone, the S24. Mm -hmm. um, on the previous models, they had the best zoom of any camera, 10X, uh, any phone. 10x zoom now on the new model they brought it down to 5x and they said the reason was because people weren't using the 10x to which i say how do you know are you monitoring every time i t i choose a focal length <laughs> how do they know this how do they know this what do you think frederick yes well i mean yeah they told on themselves right that's that's what happened <laughs> So <laughs> Samsung knows when I shoot in wide and when I shoot in ultra wide and they're making little notes. Wow. I wonder if they know what you shoot, you know, well, because so here's the thing. I don't believe it. I don't believe that they know. I don't believe that they're monitoring our focal lengths. I think it was just a flimsy little lazy excuse for saving some money and, and just not wanting to do Maybe. it. But Maybe. that's me. Maybe. Yeah. That's the glasses half full side of it, right? Glasses have empty is they know everything and every focal length and every GPS coordinates and, and the, the subject of every photo because they're feeding it into a large language model that they will then monetize with a future version of the phone. <laughs> so now, speculative, the one, the speculative disclaimer. Things, <laughs> the one creepy thing, and I'll, I'll get back to our other subject, but the one yeah. creepy thing that I really like that I've discovered lately, on your iPhone, Every time you park your car, Apple Maps takes a note of where you parked. And when, yes. you, you're, when you're coming back and you're saying, oh, my God, where am I? <laughs> where did I park? Where, in the, where, where, where? They tell you. And then they direct yeah. you to get you to the car. So I think that's fantastic. That is fantastic. And that saved uh, someone around here the other day because uh, they lost their, their, their uh, parking spot at Oakland International Airport. Forgot where you put the car. <laughs> <laughs> and that feature to the rescue. I've done that before. I've flown exactly into Oakland and I fly in there so many times a year. You get the you get the places where you parked your car mixed up if you haven't taken a photo, you know, which right. I do now religiously. Um, and that time I didn't take a photo for some reason. And my brain was going back to like three trips ago where I put the car and I went back to that location. Car's gone. Somebody stole my car. Like I know I put it right here. I remember getting out of it. Right. Yeah, so that feature would have yeah. saved me back then. Yeah, I did that yeah. this week. I, I've been towed. I've been towed. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or in San Francisco, you were like, oh, it's been stolen. It's been stolen. I don't know. What's going on? Well, San Francisco is better now. <laughs> and Apple Maps, even if you don't use it, they know, they'll tell you, which is, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, we talked but about... Back to the glasses. Back to, back the to glasses. these glasses. Yeah, let me look at my notes. So vertical video... Um, we talked about the LLM. We talked about the battery life. Let's talk about what it's not. 
One of the things this, these glasses are not, there is no data that's get, that shows up in front of your vision in here. These are not AR, augmented reality, or VR glasses, or even any sort of data. You get no data in here. You can see a little light when you're recording, like kind of faintly off to the side, but you're not looking at, these aren't Apple Vision Pro glasses or even in the league by any stretch to those glasses, right? Or, or like, and do to you, which, you feel the same? Which I, to which I say, hallelujah. I have, again, Google Glass, Snapchat spectacles. I've seen the faint little image in the glasses and it was distracting and it was, it was the quality was horrendous. So yeah. great. I like, again, just let me shoot video. That's all I want. Let me shoot video. That's what I'm buying the glasses for. And when I'm not shooting video, I've got a great pair of Ray-Ban glasses that look cool on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, just we'll end on that because here's one of the the problems I had with the glasses day one when I got them. I wear glasses. These are reading glasses. Or when I'm using a computer like this, I you know without them, I can see everything. But it's it's I'm not reading much without these on. Uh, so when I got these glasses. I wanted to set them up. Guess what the problem is? You have to put them on in order to get them set up. <laughs> so, so here's here's the move I was doing. Uh, okay, let me do this, and then maybe maybe some of that. Okay, yeah, now I can see it. <laughs> so there's got to be a way to get these things set up that you don't have to actually put them on your face in order to configure them. You didn't hit that. It's clearly, you have perfect no. eyes, right? Uh, yeah, I, I was okay. I, I'm going to give you one thing that you didn't think about. Um, yeah. So my son lives in Japan. And after I saw you, we were going to Japan. And I said, I'm going to give these to my son. He would love these glasses. And Ooh. think of all the vertical videos that he could make at all those cool Japanese restaurants just by putting his head down and looking yeah. at some of that food. And as I packed all my gear, I pulled the glasses out and left them on the couch by mistake, discovered when I was on the plane that I forgot to bring the glasses. So I said, no problem. I'll just go buy a pair. There's a Ray-Ban store in Kobe, which is you know, where, near where he lives. Yeah. Mm, they don't sell these glasses in Japan. And oh, if I had wanted to um, mail them to him, that wouldn't help because the meta app you can't get on the Japanese version of the app store. Oh, wow. So he can't use them. He cannot use can't them. Use them. Oh, I had no idea. Right. Wow. Okay. Well, hey, it's a new market for them, right? Maybe they will become available in, uh, in Japan at some point in the future. All right. Well, mm -hmm. let's, let's wrap with that, Jefferson. Um, like, oh, you know what? Let's not wrap because there's one thing we need, we need to talk about, we need to touch on, and that's the audio quality. We talked a little bit about the little slits above your ears. What do you think mm -hmm. of the audio quality? Is it, I mean, you're not, there's, you're not listening for like, you know, classical music appreciation through these glasses, but they do get the job done, right? Or did you find something? Well, I would rather listen on my AirPods any day. Uh, yes, the audio is decent. I wouldn't be walking down the street listening to music. I would rather have my AirPods, but it gets all screwy. It doesn't know what to do. Uh, if you put in the AirPods, it will flip right to the to the the glasses or back to the AirPods. It's kind of kind of messy. You sort of like yeah. can't wear them. You can't do both at the same time. Yeah, that's true. That that's yeah. It's so weird that Bluetooth is still in this sort of weird state of not quite perfect yet after all these years. Because the the problem I had with the audio is I these are sunglasses, which means I can. Or this, you know, I don't have the clear glasses on these, which means these basically get used in the car most of the time. And 
they fight for the Bluetooth signal in the car, <laughs> which is yeah. from my phone. Because my phone wants to, without the glasses on, the phone, when I get in the car, it's connected. I'm listening to whatever. Boom. I get out of the car. It's all good. When these glasses are in play, i.e. on my face, when I get into the car, it want, my phone wants to play audio through the glasses. And the glasses are persistent about grabbing that audio signal. I have to physically go in and switch it back to the car's <coughs> system in order to hear it through the car. But then next time I get in, it's back in the glasses again. So maybe there's a quick fix for that that I don't know about. But that that bit is annoying because these are great. I mean, if I could have these, if I could have these in prescription for the car game over well right? you can just live in there you can they sell them i i my fix yeah. would be to go into your bluetooth on your phone and turn off the glasses when you're driving yeah but i don't want to have to do that every time jeff i'm lazy like right. i'm a yeah. i'm first world lazy here man i need mm -hmm. <laughs> i just it's just i want to get in the car and have it work if the glasses could magically appear on my head so i wouldn't have to use the energy to put them on my face that that'd be great right but <laughs> Yeah, I we assume don't have that, that you're, quite yet. I assume I assume the speakers in your car are better than the speakers okay. on the glasses. Speakers in my car are are excellent. They're, like I I go sit in the car from time to time to listen to music. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. So we talked about we talked about everything. Um, we talked about the audio. We talked about the vertical video. We talked about the battery life and the charging and the comparison between actual AR VR glasses and these and what they are what they aren't. Any, I'll give you the last word, any parting shots, any parting thoughts on uh, this device before we promote stuff? Um, yeah, uh, you know, it's the video quality is better than you would expect. And if you're in the business of making video or enjoying making video, yeah, I mean, you got got to get them. There are so many opportunities for things that you can you can shoot that you're just not going to pull your phone out uh, for that that. That Mel's Diner thing I told you about, I could have walked in there and shoved the camera in their in their faces and they wouldn't have, maybe they wouldn't have blinked, but they were more comfortable not knowing and just seeing the glasses on my temple. That's what I think. Yeah. Love it. Love it. We'll leave it right there. I agree with you on most of the points we discussed in this episode, aside from the whole argument or, or oh, the, oh, there is one more the thing. There is vertical one more thing and horizontal video. No, yeah, there's what? one more thing. The footage yeah. is jerky. The footage is jerky. Um, you have to watch, yep. you know, uh, we're moving our heads. We're going up and down. We, you know, the best footage, this is the best footage. Watch me. Don't yeah. move. Right. Don't move. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, when you're walking, walking down the street, uh, you will, you will get a lot of that. But if you can keep your head, you know, stand still, and, and watch the world go by you, you'll have a much yeah. better shot. I agree. I agree. It, which means a whole new way of shooting. Like when we first started using gimbals, remember that? And you had to do the, the kind of crab There's duck walk. walk or There's whatever. A walk. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So that's back again, basically. Which, hey, Meta, sorry, glasses, why not uh, add some image stabilization into these things if companies like Insta360 can do it in their little Insta360 Go camera, you could figure out a way to put a limited version of that in here. And I can hear, I can hear meta engineers in the background saying, yeah, but battery life. <laughs> That's yeah. what but, but we move our heads more than we think. I'm watching you move your head right now. I'm moving my head right now. And you just have to really be conscious of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, especially when you're shooting. 
Well, cool, man. Uh, and if you want to follow Mr. Jefferson Graham, Jefferson, where, where can people go to keep up with you? Keep their iPhones Photowalks clicking. TV. Photowalkstv.com website would be a great place, jeffersongram.net. I've got a lot of my photo galleries. And, of course, the series, youtube.com slash photowalkstv. Uh, got a lot of fun stuff coming up. And uh, check out the Tijuana video and, of course, the uh, the glasses video. I've got a lot of uh, footage examples in my, in my review. So I think you'd probably get a kick out of that. Love it. Love it. All right, my friend, Jefferson, thanks for jumping on at the last minute, late minute. Uh, request to do this interview I think it was or this discussion this wasn't really an interview it's more of a you know a note exchange uh, but thank you for coming on I appreciate you it's been great thanks for having and, me yeah absolutely we will talk again soon we'll probably have some more uh, interesting news to share in a couple weeks about some stuff we're collaborating on but uh, for this one we'll leave it right there thanks everybody thanks Jefferson Graham we'll see you next time <laughs>